Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Holy freaking cow. The 49ers win (laughs) one of the craziest games, which is saying a lot these past five weeks with games that have been out there. But your San Francisco 49ers win 26-21 over the Seattle Seahawks. They are the NFC West champions. That's the number one goal of every single team. Across the NFL, whenever everything starts, win your division. That's it. Win your division, then everything else takes care of itself. Now, the 49ers did it in weird as hell fashion, right? <laughs> you, literally, we talk about, you know, if you've seen the great football movie, um, Any Given Sunday, it's a game of inches, and that's what it comes down to. And this game, 100%. Literally <laughs> came down to a game of inches, and we're going to talk through about a lot of stuff here: playoffs, how the things work, schedule moving forward, uh, MVPs, people that perhaps were not MVPs, um, which we've got a new term for that. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, wow! And this is your podcast, 49ers Rush Podcast, here for you guys. Uh, really do appreciate the support, all of you guys being here. If it's your first time listening, just want to say thank you. We do this four times a week. But this is a special episode. 49ers win 26-21. They go 13-3. Number one seed in the NFC. We get a bye week, which is probably the most important thing about this entire game. And home field throughout the playoffs. That is key. Also, what's important, perhaps more so important, the Seattle Seahawks have to fly three time zones and play an away game in Philly. Uh, that's their result of going 11-5. and five. So, wow, what a game. Let's jump in this. Let's talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Loving these comments. Um, if it's your first time joining me, if you want me to mention your comment, I'm going to try to get to as many as I can. Put at John before you type in your question or comment so that I can read it. There's so many comments, it's hard to get through everybody. And as always, please hit that like button wherever it is you're listening. This is the 49ers Rush Podcast. And for those of you that have never joined us, please, anywhere you listen to podcasts or watch podcasts, we are on YouTube, we are on Twitter, we are on Twitch, Periscope, every place, uh, Spotify, wherever. 49ers Rush Podcast is there. So make sure that you hit uh, subscribe wherever you listen to. And holy cow, Jimmy Garoppolo, you got to talk about him. An incomplete pass in the second half, that's it. (laughs) 18 of 22, 285. Now, what's crazy is he didn't have to throw a touchdown pass. 
He didn't have to because we were running the ball so effectively once we got into the goal line with Raheem Mostert. You know, we got into the goal line, we, we got points. That was key. Now, uh, he does throw for 285 yards, which it was funny. I had somebody reach out to me on Facebook, and they were part of some poll or whatever else, and they are like, hey, I have to predict Jimmy Garoppolo's yardage for whatever else, some charity contest. I said 287, so I was two yards off. Uh, but a great game from Garoppolo. He did get sacked twice, but he did finish with 118.8 quarter quarterback rating. And Kyle Shanahan was just asked in the press conference, if you watched it, um, was this Jimmy Garoppolo's best game? Kyle Shanahan said no. I, I think the game against the Saints was his best game, but this is pretty damn close. And just what a great game from Garoppolo. And the best thing about Garoppolo's game today was Seattle would go down and score. You know, the second half, they three straight touchdown possessions. Then Garoppolo comes back out and answers every time. Um, except for that last time whenever there was that terrible uh, personal foul penalty against Ben Garland. I hated that crap, uh, but huge. What a game. And that was stressful as hell. Uh, just be honest. The last five games, uh, real quick, I'll just rattle them off, okay? If we go back, we wipe the floor with the Packers, and I think this is key too because I want to talk about playoffs right after this. We beat the Packers 37-8. Heart-wrenching loss to the Ravens, okay? Next week, heart amazing win, last second versus Saints. Lost to the Falcons, last second with the Julio Madness, all that stuff. Then we beat the Rams, last second. Then we beat the Seattle Seahawks, last That's five games in a row. Those are the last five games we played. This team is exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, just like the fans are, the cardiac kids, right? That's what they should be called because every damn game comes down to the end. Well, now guess what? You get time off. You haven't had a bye week since week four. <laughs> You've played so many games. You've played 13 straight weeks. It's time for a break. Now, a lot of teams are getting breaks for a long time. <laughs> uh, but I don't want it to be about the. I'm talking about the Cowboys. I'm talking about the, the Rams. I'm talking about the Cardinals. I'm talking about those teams. They got breaks for months. But we just want a little break. And that's key. Now, here's what I want to jump over to. And again, as the comments keep coming in, let's talk playoffs because here's the deal. If we just focusing on the NFC specifically, the 49ers obviously are the number one seed. Um, the Packers are the number two seed. So it, we've already played the Packers. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers is special, but we match up so well with them because they run our same scheme. Uh, whatever. I'm not too worried about them. Again, we already blew them out once, and they have to play us at home. But here's what I am worried. If you had to create um, a pecking order of teams I don't want to play, the Saints are at the top of the list. Seahawks are number two. Uh, then probably Dallas would have been number three, personally. So Dallas, they're done. They're home. Now, because we beat the Seattle Seahawks, we bumped the New Orleans Saints from the two seed because if the Seattle Seahawks would have won, the Saints would have been the two seed and they would have got the bye week and Seattle would have been the three seed. But because we won, and Drake Greenlaw is a big reason why about that, we'll talk about the defense in a second, the Saints now don't get a bye week. They have to play Minnesota. So they don't get a break. And then even if they win that, we don't play the Saints no matter what. Um, and that's key because they're the three seed. That's what's important. So if the Saints win because the playoffs in the NFL reseed, and what I mean by that is we're the one seed, the 49ers, we will play the lowest seed no matter what. Okay, so it's not uh, just a true bracket like you March Madness or whatever else. A lot of people get confused. We play the lowest ranked seed no matter who wins. So if the Saints win, we don't play them. 
the Saints will go play the Green Bay Packers. But if Seattle wins, then they play us. But Seattle has to fly across three time zones and play at Philadelphia, then come back and and play us if that was the case. So uh, now, again, if Minnesota wins, right, they're the sixth seed. We'll play them no matter what. So if Minnesota wins, that's who we play. Um, if not, we would play the winner of the Seattle-Philly game, which I'm going to be covering, hopefully. Um, and first off, yeah, I do want to say thank you, man. We had a lot of people turn in on the Hot Mic app where I do live play-by-play and commentary of the game as it goes on. It syncs with your phone to the TV. If you haven't done that already, I don't know what you're waiting on. It's one of the best pieces of technology that's out there. Download the Hot Mic app, H-O-T-M-I-C, um, anywhere, whatever. If you're Android, iPhone, doesn't matter, they have it. Use the promo code rush esf r-u-s-h-e-s-f it's down in the comments wherever you're listening to this i'll put it in the comments afterwards if it's not there already um but yeah do that and then subscribe to john chapman on there and anytime i do a game it's going to let you know that so that you can join us and it's got comments and all that kind of stuff on here so so many great things happen with this game because one you hurt new orleans and seattle which i think are the two biggest threats to the 49ers two you get a bye week and three you don't have to travel anywhere besides the Super Bowl. And that's key. You know, I, I tweeted out earlier today what was on the line. Since 1990 in the NFL, Super Bowl winning teams, nine of them have been the number one seed. That's in 1990. Only one has been the five seed. And, you know, we put ourselves at such a better opportunity because now we get a, we get to skip a week and we get to get healthy. Uh, guess who's coming back? One of the most important things probably in the world, D Ford. Our pass rush has been awful. I'll say abysmal. A lot of people got a lot of new people listening. They don't know I use that word too much, uh, but that's that's key. All right, let's do some uh, let's do some question and answers on here. Um, wow, John, stressful uh, was that game after the last few. It was a lot, man. I'm with you, Russ, and appreciate you joining us here. That was a lot. And it's funny because, you know, I'm broadcasting the game over on Hot Mike. You get into it. And, man, like, <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Nick, can we win without Jimmy Ward? I don't think we have to. Jimmy Ward came back in the game. Nick, uh, he was injured. You know, I'm not quite sure the severity of that issue, but he came back in, and I do like Tarvarius Moore. Tarvarius Moore got some snaps in the first half. We did a dime package where we brought in an additional safety and took um, a defensive lineman out, and I don't think he got a lot of snaps in the first half, maybe about four or five on some key third downs, but uh, I don't... Tarvarius Moore and Marcel Harris, they play pretty well. They really, really do. Are they as good as Tart and Jimmy? No. But I don't think we're going to be without Jimmy. But if we were, I'm not that concerned about that. Um, yep, I'm with you, Zach. We got the number one seed. That is key. And, man, let's talk defense, Fred. Thank you so much. Dre Greenlaw had the game of his life. Now, I know it's his rookie year. But Fred Warner disappeared for the majority of the game. He, he almost didn't even call his name. But Drake Greenlaw was put on the outside to whichever the back lined up. And so for all those people that are talking about, you know, how do we defend the zone read? How do we stop the uh, bootleg pass, the play action bootleg, the rollouts, all those things? All you do 
is you put Dre Greenlaw to the running back side of the formation because that's where if 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 I'm the quarterback and my running back is to my left, usually you boot to the running back side because you're going to get a cross motion, right? So the running back's going to cross your face and then you boot out opposite of flow because you get the defense moving one way, you go the opposite way. So what you do is you put Greenlaw to the strength side. Usually he's the will backer, but they didn't do that this game. They put him to the strength side and they just said stay outside contain. And he did a hell of a job. Every time Russell Wilson went to scramble, Dre Greenlaw was there, and he did a heck of a job. Um, Not only in pass coverage, obviously the last play, making that tackle one inch short of the goal line. You look at the Falcons game, right? Exact same situation, two inches over. (laughs) They get the win. Now we get this game, we get the win. And whenever football comes down to those small moments, you are what your record says you are. Uh, that's old Bill Parcells quote. We're 13-3. and three. Yeah, we lost three games at the last second of the game, but we won 13 of them. And the 49ers have won in every way possible. And a big thanks to Dre Greenlaw. He's the MVP of the defense tonight. Not close. You want to go Dre Greenlaw, then Nick Bosa, who was Russell Wilson's shadow, chasing him around all night. Almost got him 20 times and did get him a handful of times. My favorite play of Nick Bosa, he shoots off the edge and uh, Russell Wilson steps up, and Bosa falls behind him. But then uh, Russell Wilson scrambles, gets up to the line of scrimmage, and tries to juke somebody in front of him, and you just see Bosa running full speed from behind and just clobbers Russell. It's like he wasn't in your screen, and then just bam! Uh, You could tell Bosa was frustrated. And I'll tell you this, his sack's not there. He didn't get one. His tackles were great. Tackle for losses were great. His effect was huge. Once D. Ford comes back, it's not a one-man show anymore. It's not. You know, the one sack of the night was DeForest Buckner, which had a great play there. He had a bad game. DeForest Buckner has not had good games lately. He's not winning one-on-one matchups. They're doubling Nick Bosa on a lot of plays. Uh, But once D. Ford comes back off the edge, this defense takes a giant step up. And it's going to be a different defense. I'll tell you that right now. This defense is going to take a turn. And another thing, uh, let's focus on the negative. And I hate to do this. I want to be a positive person. But at some point, you know, we're here to do analysis of the team we like, the 49ers. Akello Witherspoon is awful. Um, You know, if we look at just what he did before this game. Before this game. This is just the last two games. This is before tonight. Okay, and I, I tweeted this out, and it got a lot of traffic. A lot of people disagreed with me. On 14 targets, he allowed 12 catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. He had two additional missed tackles and zero passes defensed. I said it's Manuel Mosley time is what I put out there. Well, what did he do tonight? Uh, just gave up three touchdowns or two touchdowns. That's it. Two more touchdowns. And the Seattle Seahawks' offensive game plan was this. Try to run the ball even though we can't and then throw the ball at Akella Witherspoon. They just peppered targets wherever he was, and he was short over and over and over again, and it took three straight touchdown drives for Robert Sala or Kyle Shanahan. I don't know who made the call to finally put Emmanuel Mosley in. They put Emmanuel Mosley in. Yeah, he gave up two catches, but he had three passes defensed on uh, that last drive. Absolutely great. They kept targeting him in the end zone, and one drive he did better than Akello did the entire last three games. So, you got to stay with that. He's earned the job. I don't want to see Akello Witherspoon out there. And here's why. I think Akello can be a great player. But 
He's the opposite of a DB's mentality. And let, let me kind of explain what that is. As a defensive back, you got to be like Jameis Winston, <laughs> okay, where you throw an interception, you just throw it off, whatever. As a DB, you give up a touchdown, you let it go. You give up a touchdown, you let it go. But he doesn't play that way. His attitude and, conference is, and confidence is tied to his previous play. And you can't do that as a defensive back. You really, you got to have no memory. I, I hate Jalen Ramsey. I can't stand him as a human or as a player, as a teammate. But the attitude that he does have with you know how he's going to play next is what you want. And Akello doesn't have that. He's a streaky player. When he's on, he's great. You look at the first three weeks of the season, Akello Witherspoon was wonderful. You look at the last month, you could say the worst player in the entire NFL. I mean, the passer rating that this guy has allowed, uh, it's Dante Johnson. I prefer Dante Johnson to Akella Witherspoon. This is very similar to what we saw last two years ago. Akella Witherspoon needs to be the backup. He's not a starter anymore. Take it for what you will. And then offensively, let's stay with the bat. Tevin Coleman. Golly. He got tackled three times without somebody touching him. Three times he went down before contact. Like, you measure stats. Pro Football Focus does a great job. Yards after contact as a running back. He didn't have it. (laughs) He got down three times without a defender touching him. Um, You can't do that. Five rushes for 11 yards, 2.2 yards per carry. Then let's look at the flip side of that. Raheem Mostert. Ten rushes, 57 yards, and two touchdowns rushing. Um, one catch, 16 yards on two targets, uh, catching the ball. Uh, Raheem Moster is for real. You know, Matt Breida came in, four ca- four rushes, 16 yards. That's okay. You can deal with that. But, man, he almost fumbled that ball whenever he got blown up on that screen play. But we got lucky there. And that, that's another thing. you got to have the ball go your way some to win these games. Uh, the refs weren't helping us out. The two Gosh, god-awful pass interference call on Kwan Williams, and then the bad um, personal foul penalty on Ben Garland blocking downfield. The play was behind him. I don't know. It, depending on when the whistle went off, which you can't really tell on the replay, it's what it is. But uh, Raheem Mostert played great. Debo Samuel haven't even talked about. I don't know who to give the offensive MVP to. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, it was amazing. Raheem Mostert. So effective, capitalizing all the time. Debo Samuel, five catches, 102 yards. Oh, by the way, two rushes, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Um, He had that fumble where he got hit on the slant route, and then uh, luckily the ball bounced in him. It did cost us a first down, and we had to kick a field goal there. Um, But, you know, Debo has had a lot of negative plays from drops to whatever. He didn't have any drops. He had five catches on five targets today nobody had, well, Emmanuel Sanders did have a drop. Um, And Kendrick Bourne, I got to say this, Kendrick Bourne, that was probably the worst game he has had. So back-to-back games against the Seattle Seahawks, Kendrick Bourne has been toast. He had three drops the previous time. This one, the reason why Matt Breida got blown up and almost fumbled the ball is because Kendrick Bourne just let a guy run right across his face, then turned around and watched him get hit, didn't even try to get the fumble. Um, Yeah, he, he just had a really, really bad game. Uh, not a big fan of what Kendrick Bourne has put together lately. He needs to step up. I like him long term, and I want him to be a part of this team. But in big situations, he either is the best player on the field or the worst. And the true measure of greatness, that's from our coaching staff, is consistency. And he has not had that. He hasn't had it. Uh, he's got to step up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Witherspoon, he should not start ever again. Uh, let's see here. Niner by nature. Next year, do you believe we'll have the best linebacker core in the NFL? Yeah, you're right. Aziz Al-Shahar has been okay. Makes a lot of mistakes. <laughs> should have been flagged for a penalty well, about twice this game. But imagine if you put Greenlaw back at the sandbacker and bring in Quan. Wow. Um, yeah, that's pretty special. That's pretty special. Uh, do we finally say enough Witherspoon? Yeah, Witherspoon's got to go. Uh, yeah, on the Hot Mic app, you know, it's got comments. And I asked people, Dell, my uh, co-host, uh, what we should have a name or a term for somebody that has a bad game. Like, oh, man, you get the Dunce Award or, you know, you're the whatever. Uh, you played poorly. And everybody on the app agreed it should be you got spooned. <laughs> so from now on, this is going to be our little inside thing. The player that plays the worst for the 49ers that has a bad game, they got spooned. So for this week, Tevin Coleman, you got spooned. And for Akello Witherspoon, you got spooned. Uh, you spooned yourself. Uh, so take that for what you want. Um, let's see. Spoon will sit for the rest of the playoffs, barring any injuries. Yeah, I agree completely. That's what's going to happen. What do you think about Mosley finally getting playing time? Absolutely love that. Um, that he should be the starter moving forward, and I love that. It's a meritocracy in the NFL. You go out there, you play well, you earn your spot, and you keep your spot. Um, and Emmanuel Mosley has played well at the left and right corner. Okay, the left and right corner. So keep them out there. Love it. Why did our defense go so soft in the second half? Uh, Kello Witherspoon won. And they were targeting him heavily, and Bosa got too many snaps. You want to keep your studs out there, but we were not fresh. Um, we don't have depth currently at the line. We were able to stop the run for the most part, but we could not stop Russell Wilson because he just had time. Anytime we blitzed, we had to go to man coverage, and that was just an automatic read throw a simple out route um, and the motion that Seattle was doing was creating um, a, a lot of man coverages and it was very predictable uh, not a big fan of Robert Sala and how he managed this game at all but Dre Greenlaw came out and how different would we feel right now if Seattle scored how different would we feel and we should feel good we're 13 to 3 we're the number one seed that's who we are but it was close Five straight close games. No matter who we play, it's been close. We need to take that step up. And a lot of it has been because of the defense. You only give up 21 points, you should win the game. And we did. But there were definitely some misfires and miscues. Some bad clock management by um, our head coach, <laughs> Kyle Shedhead. That's definitely true. Should not have gone for two in the third quarter. I don't know what that was about. I I'm a firm believer when you're ahead, you make them chase you. You don't allow them to come back. That was problematic, to say the least. The adjustments or lack thereof that continue to be the thing for Robert Sala, it's like unless we're about to lose the game, he's not going to make an adjustment. You can make the adjustment sooner. It's what it is. <laughs> Look at John Perez. Debo, uh, Kittle, and Jimmy G, Manscaped players of the game. <laughs> yeah, Rashid needs to start. You're, uh, yeah, you're right. Raheem uh, needs to start. So let's go over some of these numbers again. From a passing perspective, uh, Kittle had a great game. Um, but he did disappear a little bit in the fourth quarter as far as passing goes. Uh, seven catches, 86 yards on seven targets. He didn't have a dropped pass. Kyle Juszczyk had a huge play. Uh, one catch, 49 yards. Manuel Sanders, three catches, 25. All took place um, in the first like 15 minutes of the game. He disappeared. Um, Raheem Mostert, one for 16. Tevin Coleman, one for seven. Tevin Coleman was bad. Tevin Coleman was really bad. Um, now, if we look defensively, 
Gosh, you cannot say enough about Dre Greenlaw. 13 total tackles, 11 solo, one tackle for loss, one additional quarterback hit all over the place. Marcel Harris. Marcel Harris played well. Yeah, he had a couple negative plays, but he played really, really well. Nick Bosa, six tackles, three quarterback hits. He didn't get a sack, but he was all over the place. Uh, Kella Witherspoon, I don't want to talk about ever again. Forrest Buckner got himself a sack and a tackle for loss. They did not throw the ball to Richard Sherman one time. Not once. They targeted Sherman once, and that was whenever we jumped off sides, and then he just chunked it deep, and so the play got wiped out. They just stayed away from Richard Sherman. They said, we're not throwing it to the right side of the field unless it's on a drag route or a tight end underneath in the flats or running back in the flats. Sherman took away half the field, which is special. So if you're going to force everything over, give some damn safety help. To the guy that's getting destroyed. Yeah, the hat. Appreciate that, Niners man. I can't wear the hat. I got in trouble. I should tell this story. I got in trouble by the NFL. The NFL uh, reached out to me and uh, <laughs> because of my broadcast, I was wearing a 49ers logo. I was just wearing a 49ers shirt. And, uh, yeah, they said that if it happens again, they're going to go after me for copyright infringement uh, during the broadcast. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I can't wear the hat or any 49ers gear during the Hot Mic app. So, I guess it's good to know we're on the, for- the NFL's radar somewhat. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I actually sell a lot of their products, but that's okay. Um Man, Marshawn Lynch. You know, a lot of people blew up about this, and I kept telling everybody – I even did a poll, and I said, look, he's going to get 10 to 12 carries. He got exactly 12 carries. Um, he was big. You know, I think Matt Barrows put out the thing uh, before the game that it definitely looks like he has been in retirement. Hashtag feast mode. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. He was a big dude, man. He was a big dude. Um, how about them making the switch to bring in mostly? Yeah, Orville, I, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I love that. Fred, yes, we've talked about this so many times. Thank you, Fred. Bill Walsh, third year. Two losing years, comes back 13-3, and three, goes and wins the Super Bowl. Shanahan, first two years, losing seasons, third year, 13-3. and three. We know how it's going to end. We know how it's going to end. Uh, real quick from Nick, why is it uh, we are the number one seed but play on Saturday? Why does the number two get a play on Sunday? I haven't seen the schedule outside of this week released yet um so yeah i guess we're playing next saturday appreciate that uh here's the schedule for this week saturday games are buffalo at houston 435 tennessee at new england 815 so the afc teams all play saturday sunday's the nfc games minnesota at new orleans 105 seattle at philly 440 and i we care most about that seattle at philly game because it, and we'll know we'll know right away who we're playing because Sunday morning, again going back to the way the seeding works, the number one seed plays the lowest seed. So if New Orleans wins, we play whoever wins the Seattle game. If Minnesota wins, we play Minnesota no matter what. Who we haven't played this year, uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, man, the comments are coming so fast. I can't freaking see them. I'm sorry. I'm missing some of these guys. Appreciate it though. Um, John love the hot mic app. Uh, you do a great job. Thank you, Jeremy. Really appreciate that. Only issue is when I watch, I text a lot of other fans. Of the game goes, <laughs> wants me to pause the TV. Sorry about that. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for sharing that. Really do appreciate that. Our numbers are going crazy over there. So just want to say thank you to those feedback has been wonderful. Um, very proud of the offensive line. Yeah, you gotta be, they gave up two sacks early. And then after that, no issues. Uh, you got to talk about Joe Staley and Mike McGlinchey versus um, Jadavion Clowney, who won so well. 
Um, you know, he did so well against us the previous time, and they totally showed up. That was awesome. Great job by the offense. Lake and Tomlinson had a hell of a game. So many of those runs, whether it was the Debo, reverse, Raheem Mostert touchdowns, Lake and Tomlinson, who has started every game, the only offensive lineman that has started every game for us, he has been awesome. Uh, he's played very well. Alan, I can't take any more of this. I am with you. It is crazy. And guess what, guys? Levi's is going to be hosting playoff games. That is awesome. And we get a break. So you guys better get ready. Faithful's going to come out. There's no doubt about that. Um, now, I will say this. Uh, yeah, I do have to give a quick word to our sponsor. Just want to say thank you to them. MyBookie.ag. Uh, those guys are the best. They promote this podcast, and they're a big reason why we're here and we do so well. Just want to say thank you to them all season. They're staying with us for the playoffs, which is great. MyBookie.ag, the number one sports betting site in the world. They are the best. Um, if you do want to sign up and bet with us, which we cleaned out today, um, all you got to do is head over to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit. You put in 100, they give you a free 100. Put in 1,000, they give you a free $1,000 to bet with. It's whatever your initial deposit is. So again, mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers. Uh, we won every single bet that we bet. Uh, we did a teaser, we hit on that. So we tripled our money there. Um, we bet the money line, we got paid there. If you bet the spread, we got paid. I told you Kittle was going to go for a lot of yards. I think I put it in at 75 yards uh, on the thing. It got paid there. All across the board, we cashed out. It's been a great season financially betting. Uh, if you want to join us, uh, I will have a betting segment this week for the playoff games. Uh, I'll break that down for you guys on a future episode. But yeah, just want to say thank you again. MyBookie.ag, they've been great. Also, I told you to bet that Doug Marone was going to be fired. <laughs> and so if you bet with me on that one, he got fired today, so he is gone as well, and we'll have a lot more stuff out there for you guys on that app. Um, yeah, so happy about Mosley. I love this. Uh, Brian, uh, Bosa played so well, so many tackles, uh, nonstop motor, can't wait for D Ford. He's missing his better half, man. It's Bert and Ernie. Uh, those two guys are special, and what is Bert without Ernie? I'm with you, Brian. Great spot right there. Um do we go with Mosley for the playoffs? Hell yes, we do. Uh, I want Mosley long-term. Love the shiny hat. Thanks, Curtis. Appreciate that. If you follow me on Twitter, most of you guys probably do, at JL underscore Chapman. Um, I've got <laughs> some of my interns, uh, which we've got a lot of support behind the 49ers Rush podcast. I can't say thank you to everybody. Uh, I've got a couple people on the lookout for when the hat becomes available again. I'll tweet it out. So again, at JL underscore Chapman. Uh, we're refreshing that bad boy. So as soon as the hat's available, I'll send the link out again. Um, did you see the shot of Kyle Shanahan losing his mind? Yes. Um, it was One of them was after the penalty, and then he turned to his own coaches and lots of F-bombs. Um, that was awesome. You, you gotta, it, it gets heated in the moment, and you feel that. And you, you've been a part of sidelines where there's a lot of mother effing going on and all that kind of stuff, and I've been a part of sidelines where there's just chill and nobody cares. I want the intensity. Uh, I'm an intense person. Um, I like the positivity, but man, at some point, you got to say, uh, you, you got to get this going. You got to get it going. Um, real quick, how about Bosa playing press coverage? What the hell was that, Chaz? Golly, Bosa playing man coverage versus their tight end on third and seven. So help me God. What the hell, Robert Sala? What are you doing? Third and seven, and you have one of the best. Nick Bosa broke the all-time record for pressures by a rookie in the NFL. 
You have him dropping in man coverage on third and seven. Oh, good God. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Angel, tell me, are we going to win the Super Bowl, yes or no? Here's what I'll tell you, Angel. I feel more confident in our situation than any other team in the NFL to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, after that, we'll have to see. But, uh, Angel, hopefully that makes you feel better. I, I, obviously, I want to say yes. I expect we will. I think we'll be one of the Vegas favorites, um, us and the Ravens. Ravens have well won 12 straight games. Um, but, yeah, if it's I, – personally, I think the Chiefs are going to make it out of the AFC. I really, really do. I think that they're playing great football. Um, but, yeah, the Ravens, they're special too. The one thing I can say, whether this appeals to everybody – Patriots ain't making it back to the Super Bowl. I know people have said that before. This is the first time, I think, in nine um, years they haven't received a first-round bye. And <laughs> getting beat by Miami at home on Week 17 when so much is on the line, and that Tom Brady era I'm pretty sure is done, guys. Just want to say. Sanders, yeah, Raheem Mostert came through. Man, what an awesome game, guys. Uh, this season, let's step back, okay? Let's look at the forest and stop looking at the tree for a second. And what I mean by that is, what was our goal before the season? What were our projections when the schedule came out? What did we think of when we were in the draft and free agency? When we traded that second round pick for D Ford? All those things. You want to play in December. You want to move forward and be relevant for the playoffs. You want to contend for an NFC West championship. You want to try to win some playoff games. But I guarantee you this. If we would have asked, you know, you poll a thousand 49ers fans and faithful and say, hey, before the season, would you be happy with making it to the divisional round of the playoffs? Everybody would have said, hell yes. It's been a while. 49ers haven't been good in a while. We know that. We were fans. You have to enjoy this. We're the number one seed in the NFC. That doesn't happen very often. There's 16 teams. So theoretically, based on statistics, that happens once every 16th year. But thankfully, the Cardinals and the Redskins exist, so it happens more frequently for teams like us. Uh, so uh, very thankful for the situation we're in and very grateful to the fans and very grateful to the listeners and subscribers. Can't say thank you enough. We've got a lot of stuff going on this week. Now, we have a bye week. We're going to maintain our schedule as best we can. We're going to dive in deep. We're going to pay attention to some matchups. Now, to complicate things, um, I love you guys. I hope you all know that. Uh, I'm going skiing with the family tomorrow, early in the morning. I got my skis right behind me. You can't see them. Uh, so I will be trying to broadcast from the mountains uh, at at night. I'm going to try to get some episodes out as well. Uh, so we are going to stay, make sure we're broadcasting. So hit subscribe wherever it is. And again, this is key. If you want the in-depth film analysis, okay, what I do is an offense and defensive breakdown every single week, okay, of all every single offensive play and every single defensive play from the all 22 wide angle coaches film to behind the quarterback uh, line breakdown and all that stuff. Coaching notes, breakdown, and all that stuff. You're going to want to watch this game. It's like an hour each side. So it's basically relieving this game. We've got two weeks before the 49ers play again, so you're going to need some help. I got your fix, okay? Head over to the Patreon app, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon app, my Patreon, and then type in 49ers Rush Podcast. What you're going to do, and again, this is all in the comments here, join the Frank Gore tier. It's 8 bucks a month, and what happens is I cover and you get all these breakdowns for the rest of the year. Also, it's year-round. The draft's right around the corner as well, so I'm going to keep breaking down all of the playoff games that we are in. We're in the playoffs. 
Heck yeah. Also, draft stuff. That's how I got my start in the podcasting world. Uh, Breakdown draft prospects, all that stuff. We're going to cover the draft on the Hot Mic app. We're going to broadcast the first two days on there as well. Uh, So please head over there. It's the best way to support the podcast. Patreon.com. Look for 49ers Rush Podcast and join us over there. But outside of that, guys, I cannot say thank you enough. What a game. What a season. 13-3. and The San Francisco 49ers win 26-21 versus the rival Seahawks winning in Seattle since the first time since 2011. What a day. What a season. And we'll be back soon. Uh, Vacation or not. Faithful then. Faithful always. Stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.